0: Hi, welcome to Tuesday Night night Chats with Dr. B. Baker, and that would be me and the Tell It Like It Is program. Father, I thank you for this wonderful audience. I thank you for what it is that you're doing here tonight. I thank you for all the wonderful things that, uh, yeah, the court was in that thing. Uh, I was watching that, I'm so glad they moved it because the court was right in the eye of where I'm looking, you know right? say hi to you people, so anyway, my technical team got it together, okay at any rate, I thank God for all this here, I thank you for laughter and all of that in Jesus' name okay, now that they messed up my prayer <laughs> uh, we can start, okay, I, I want to share some things from my heart today And, you know, I've thought about, I've seen a number of these things, Black Lives Matter, um, the tragedy that happened to George Floyd and the things that his family must be going through, his daughter, his his family and, and all of it. And then I think about all the other hundreds and millions of people that have been murdered, killed, but mainly I'm talking about murdered and I'm talking about all colors of people. I was listening to the thing about us getting together and you know, uh, the church has moved in a place of bigotry for a long, long time. And in this place of bigotry, we have forgotten the fact that every person is an image bearer, an image and a likeness bearer of god well not all are likeness but i'm talking about the church we're supposed to be not only image bearers but in the likeness and when you look at the word let's let's go to genesis 1. i want to show you something um because i i really believe that we're in a crucial time in the church in life and all of that and we can march and we can talk and we can do so many things but until um he said this God created man in his image which that word is salem and it means the image the resemblance of himself the it's not just mere uh, emptiness, but it's the shape, it's the, it's the figure, it's the figuratively, it's the figure of who he is. And he says, I also Im- uh, made you in my likeness. Now, the church, the ecclesia, we are supposed to act like him. It's a simulance, it's like him. It's uh, when they see us, they're supposed to see God. And in that, In the church there's as much bigotry and prejudice i don't use the word racism because i really believe that words are important and i believe that there is one race and that's the human race and i believe that when we recognize that until we recognize that and until our hearts are in this place where we realize that if we're made in the image and the likeness of god that there is only one that really wants to come and to destroy that. And that's the, that's the Antichrist, that's the devil himself. And that's his job. He's always wanted to take the image of God out of God's people. And this is what happened in the Garden of Eden. Also, you know how many times I'm, I'm constantly saying, remember the preamble, the preamble to the Declaration of Independence. And in that preamble, it reminds you of that. In that preamble, it reminds you of when you were born, at the time that you were born, you were given your rights, privileges, all of those things, everything that you ever needed, it was given to you by God. When God created you, he created you to have liberty. He created you to be free. He created you to, to pursue uh, the things that he had put in your heart. He created you to to. Um, fulfill the purpose that he had for you and in that in that itself you have been stamped you and I have been stamped you and I have been filled you and I have been given a promise from God he says I have given you I have given you my likeness I have given you my imagery I have given you me and if you accept me, then when you accept me, then your heart is circumcised and your heart is circumcised unto me. So every person is valuable. No one is invaluable. No one is lesser than anyone else. No one. But the thing of it is, is this. In, in the beginning of the Catholic Church, in the beginning of the Church, even, when the, even um, uh, in the book of Acts, I mean, bigotry and prejudice started when someone came into uh, the faith outside of Judaism. The Greeks had come in. And remember when when uh, here it was that they were arguing because the Greek women were not getting their, their supply of stuff and they had to go in. And so they had to separate unto them a number of men that were filled with the spirit of god that would go about doing it so the apostles could continue to do the work that they were doing and stephen was one of them he was filled with the spirit of god so it came in but what happened was this then they started to move in a place where there was no separation there was no jew or gentile there was no no, uh, and this is where this scripture comes from. There was not the Jew, there was not the Gentile, that was which meant the one without a covenant. It meant that we were all in this one covenant. And the church has not operated in that manner since the book of Acts. When when Catholicism came in, I mean, when when as things grow grew, progressivism, all of these different things, the Renaissance, all of this kind of stuff started happening men uh, started doing things their own way. And when mankind started doing things their own way, they had to create a a system of uh, of uh, superiority. I mean, how could the Pope be the Pope without the Pope being greater than anyone else, okay? And there's no place in the Bible where it talks about a Pope. There's no place he talks about the, he gave them some apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers, which has not faded away. Well, when he did, when they did this, here it is: the European, the the, they started judging people by color. Here it is: we have to, uh, we have to get rid of the Jews. We have to make them as as a a scapegoat, scapegoat. Yes, we have to make them. Uh, to until well, no, nobody nobody likes them. So what happened was this. They whitified Jesus, okay? And you say, what is whitified? Well, they made him blonde. They made him lighter hair, bluish eyes, bluish green eyes, and they did all of, uh, all of this. And so what happened is now, here it is, they could talk about the Jew because the Jew was darker at, uh, at that time. There it was. It was not blonde. It was not blue-eyed. It was not any of that. But then they started to to, uh, 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 to, uh, to look at them, and they started to talk about how terrible they were. And then Martin Luther, as I spoke to people in our prayer thing this morning, Martin Luther didn't help in that because he got angry with the Jews because they didn't act the way he wanted them to act. He came into Protestantism, Protestantism Protestants, at any rate, and and what happened there is that he vilified them, and so here it was: anti-Semitism was great. Anti-Semitism was great. It's if you cut, if you tear down, or 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 put on fire, or or quarter them, they should be they should be killed. They should be gassed. They should be all of these things. Martin Luther wrote this. Um, I think I might have it here in this I thing I have right here. And uh, one of the things that he wrote. Uh, about them, I mean it, you can get it on the internet, but it was a scathing type of a thing um, as he wrote all of these things about um, uh, about the Jews and how terrible they were and how how they how they deserved nothing more than their synagogues and for them to be burned and even their bones burned and and all of these things they should be gassed they should be all of this Hitler took this up and did what he did but what I'm saying is this all of this started all of this prejudice in the church and bigotry it started from anti-semitism and it has moved on so therefore then the, the darker you get uh, like black people, for instance, the darker you get, the less that they the less you are identified. There was a time when the Catholic Church didn't have black people. in. there was a time when the Mormon Church didn't have black people in it. All of these things, when people come over from other nations, when they come over, one of the first things that they learned is black people are the less of all of the people. But this started in the church the church we the church and now what's happening is there's a great divide with with this movement that happened the thing that happened that the 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 fire that 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 has uh just broken up i mean broken out with with uh uh george uh um um floyd's uh, uh death his his murder on tv it just spiked all of these things and This it did not Black Lives Matter movement did not start with this, it had already started, it started a while back. And so, but what happened is it got hijacked, it got taken over by something that does not even look like I don't even believe that the people that actually started this that this is what they intended it got taken over by white people by wealthy, wealthy white people. And then what happened is this, and then all of these crooks, all of these thugs, all of these people, uh, communists and socialists and and Marxists and Ku Klux Klan and all of that. I read an article today where it says, kill every white person, kill all the white people, kill the white people. This is even in Ireland where they have Black Lives Matter. They're talking the same thing everywhere. And and it's not the Black Lives Matter movement that's doing this. It's the people that are, have, have hijacked it, and here it is what it's done. But I still bring this back to the church. If the church, and here it is, the conversation with the church is all about how hurt i am how hurt this black person is how this one didn't identify me how this one treats me this way how this one treats me this way and one of the things that i think that we forget is that we forget who jesus is we forget who we are supposed to be there is not supposed to be in the church The Bible says that the world is going to know us by the way that we love one another, okay? You're not going to get to know me. You're not going to get to love me by my telling you all the hurts and all the things, continuously talking about what this person did to me and what this person did to me and what this person did to me. No one is going to hear this except you're going to get a lot of fake, oh, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. I don't want to hear no sorry crap. I don't want to hear it. Uh, you know what? I'm sorry. Because here it is biblically now. My Bible tells me if I know that a brother or a sister has aught against me, then I go to them and I talk to them and I tell them, uh, uh, you know, whatever it is that I've done, I'm sorry. I apologize. I repent. Okay, what is it that we need to talk about? And the whole thing of it is is this, you're saying, well, what do people need to do? What do we need to do? How do we need to act? What you need to do is to remember who you are. I'm an image bearer, you're an image bearer. We bear the same image, which is Christ Jesus. We're made in the image and the likeness of God. When we remember that in the church, it's all over but the shouting. Mm I mean, it is shouting time because I can only look at you and I can only judge you as a valuable person. I can only look at you as part of myself, part of myself. This is what covenant is. We we haven't recognized. Here it is. We're supposed to do communion. We're supposed to be doing these things. But what it is, is this. We have forgotten. We live so much in the natural. When you have to live in the natural world. No, I'm going to live in the spirit world first. Because the word of God is the thing that I'm going to have to use. If this, if I'm going to be so weak. Until my feelings and the way that you act. and I And, and we're supposed to have the same father. The same father. How many gods do we have? If we have one God, one Savior, one Spirit, and that is, I mean, we have our God, Elohim, how can I, how can I look at you? Whether you come in a black house or a white house or a yellow house or a red house, whatever house it is you come in, which I mean the outside person. I still have to look at you. And when I look at you, I look at my brother. I look at my sister. I look at someone that God loves, that Jesus gave his life for, that Jesus died and rose for. And I think what's happening is the church we the church we are walking and living more in the flesh than we are living in the word of God and until the word of God becomes first place I don't care how many come together come to come together meetings we have I don't care how many uh, marches we do I don't care what it is that we do we will never walk as one until we realize that I esteem you higher than I esteem myself. And, and, and I have to ask yourself, if that, being a black woman, if that were a, 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 white, a, a black cop doing the same thing to a white person, would I cry? Would it hurt me as much as it hurt me to see a, a, a white guy doing this to a, 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 a black guy, and even if it was a black guy doing it to another black guy, it would still hurt. Why? Because he carried the image of God. Uh, uh, this young man carried the image of God. Here was the victim. Here was the victim. Here was the murderer. They both carry the image of God, and they forgot. It was forgotten. It was forgotten that this is someone that is made just like me with the same value, the same qualities, the same heart, the same blood, the same love, the same all of that. But that's the world. What can I say about the church if we're in the church? Where is our knowing? Where is our covenant? Where is our compassion? Where is it that when my brother hurts, I hurt. My sister hurts, I hurt. When someone else is going through something, I'm going through it with them. And you don't wait to find out if they're white or if they're black or if they're yellow. You don't wait to find out their nationality. You don't wait to find out anything. This is my brother, this is my sister. This is one that carries the image and the likeness of God. This is my born-again person. This is someone that is like me. And if we're not thinking that way, then we don't have circumcised hearts. We got hearts of stone, and that's in the church. And I hear black and white. I hear all kinds of preachers preaching the stuff and the anger and the bitterness. You did this to me, and you did this, and you did this, and you did this. Where's God in all of this? And you say, yeah, but you're not in the real world. I don't know what other world I'm in. I mean, I'm talking this way. I happen to be living in a black body. I have, a, I have sons. I have sons. I have grandsons. And they are big. And they are black. They are dark. Okay? They cannot be mistaken for anything other than what they are. And, and, and if something happened to them, I would it would, it would, it, it would be grievous. But the whole thing of it is, is that I can't hate a whole group of people because of something that one or two did. Here it is. We're talking about defund the police. Church people talking this way. Get rid of all police. Kill all police. I mean, there's a lot of people that would want to see all of them dead. My God, my God, what kind of God do you serve? Every cop, every policeman is not bad. No. I got one, and I mean, I, I, have, I have some that I counsel. I have some that I've counseled. I have some that I've hung out with. I have some that, that, that I know they are not bad. They are as grieved about this as you are. How can they be? They're not black. It does not mean that their heart, no, their heart ain't black. And, 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 and the, but their, their heart is circumcised of God. And even some of those that are not, that don't even know Jesus, that have no relationship with Jesus, they are grieved behind this. How can someone, how can someone that's carrying a badge, how can someone that swore to protect and to serve, how could they do this? They're asking the same questions and just like you don't want to have everybody to judge you by what it is that I do or I say as a black person, you don't want them to be judged just because they wear the same color uniform. We have to get real with this thing, and I really believe that this is that 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 what the adversary meant for harm. I believe that God can work in us so that it can be turned for the good. I can't tell you how many clients I've had that have come into my office and they did not realize I was black. They got referred to me, whether it was real estate or whether it was therapy or whatever it was. And then they found out and here it is. I mean, I've had some tell me, I don't like niggas. I don't like this. I don't like this. And I'm thinking, okay, I'm asking who is that? That's not my name. My name is uh, Dr. Baker. It's Baker, B-A-C-E-R, B-A-K-E-R. And uh, you owe me, are you gonna stay or are you gonna go? Because you owe me the money because I made the appointment for you. I don't know how many of those people, at least I know three of them. I remember at least three of them that today, I mean, they could not, they could not, uh, she had to remind me, my little thing is over here. They, I, that, that today we are very close. I mean, it's it's like their family. It's like uh, 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 you, you know, it, it's it's any of that, and they would do anything for me. I know people uh, 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 of other nationalities that we didn't get along. I know black people that I didn't get along with at first, <laughs> and now I do. So what I'm saying <coughs> is this: when you are not offended. You see, nobody can call me a name and have me to be offended because I know who I am. I know whose image I carry. I know how valuable I am. I know how special I am. I'm special to me. I care about me. I know who me is. You don't give. You see, here is what it is. Again, here is what it is. We're waiting for someone else to give us our, our identity, and God has already given it. And so we talk like the world. We bring the world's psychology into the church. We bring the world's way of thinking into the church. We bring all of those things in. And what happens is that we start to act and think like the world. And our rhetoric, you listen to, I mean, I've listened to some of the people talk about this is what happened and this is what we need to do and this is what you guys need to do and you as white ministers, this is how you need to act and this is how you need to act. Well, how are we as black ministers supposed to act? You know, it's one set. Of, I'm going I'm to share something with you. Um, Oh, come on, come on, Constitution thing here. Okay. In, in um, you know, post, uh, 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 the post 60s, 65 and, and, and all, you know, when the progressivism, and uh, all of these things didn't work the way that the people wanted them to. Well, there was created a new left. And the new left thing, what happened was this. Here it is. All of these people saying, I mean, here, here it is. They're saying um, everything, uh, the, the regular pro- progressivism was, it was just too short-sighted. They said it was freedom, but it's not really freedom. So now we need real freedom. So in the 60s, I mean, it was the, 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 the uh, that was sometimes that I, I was around then too. It was, you know, I mean, a sexual free thing. I mean, we just did whatever you want to do, you do it. Uh, Anton LaVey was up in Santa Cruz, and he had all of that stuff going on. You know, the the, the Church of Satan, and, and I meant it was a drug culture. It was... It was a sexual revolution. I mean, people were were, were were doing it on cars, in cars, under cars, just finding out wherever else you can do it, on a curtain if you could, you know, whatever it was, you know, whatever kind of sex, you know, joint sex, triple sex, whatever, okay? It was like that, you walk around a bush and there it is, you know, all, all kinds of things. And this was supposed to make people happy. This was supposed to give people value. This was supposed to do, that it was a sexual revolution uh, you know, um, uh, purple, uh, what was his name? Um, Jimi Hendrix and, 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 and Janis Joplin and all of these different people. I meant, you know, Woodstock, all of this stuff. I meant, you know, it was all fun stuff, but it was all crazy stuff. I mean, many, many people died from all of this, but, uh, uh here it was. I'm just going to share something with the character of uh, American politics life's changed in imp- uh, real important ways after 65. Uh, in keeping with the progressive, there was still a movement, uh, it was still, there was is still a movement away from the consent of government and elected uh, uh, institutions in favor of the administrative state. And what that means is this, here it is, we just started to, oh, we'll get all of these experts and these experts will tell us how to run our lives. Well, one of the ones that started to tell people how to run their life was Dr. Spock. Don't, uh, don't uh, discipline children. Don't do any of those things because you will stunt their, you will stunt their growth, you will stunt their intelligent growth and whatever. And I'm telling people back in the 80s or whatever it is, I'm saying, you're gonna stunt their growth all right because they're gonna kill you later. Now we have generations that they don't respect parents, they don't respect themselves, they, they are entitled. And it's not just white entitlement, it's black entitlement too. It's Spanish, it's Mexican entitlement too. People feel entitled to have open borders. People feel entitled to be able to have welfare and do whatever. There was a time If people were on welfare, it had to be that the daddy was not staying in the house with the mama. In other words, all of these kids were not in there and everybody in there together. So that the, the state is paying for everybody. Now, it doesn't matter. Just have babies and do whatever. Sex is good for you because what happens is this. Why is it? I kept wondering, why do you want all these black people to have all these babies? Why do you want them to get pregnant? It's because of abortion. Here it is. We had people, uh, the 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 uh, the uh, uh, Rainbow Coalition, Jesse Jack, uh, Jesse Jackson, and 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 all of these people saying, you know, people going into the churches and the churches agreeing, and the synagogues and and all of this agreeing mm-hmm. with the people saying uh, abortion is good. Here's an abortion doctor. If you get in this problem, here's an abortion doctor. Here it is. We have politicians that are married and still having affairs and living. I don't, I don't like that word affairs. Uh, uh, having, having a piece on the side. Here it is. They're doing all the stuff that they're doing, right? Nobody cares. Here, great, I mean, all the movie stars, you know, Oprah living openly with her, her, her boyfriend or her man friend or whatever it is. Here's the same thing with Tyler Perry. Same thing with all of these people. Oh, this one and their boyfriend, this one and their girlfriend. They had a baby. There's Ellen and her girlfriend uh, or whatever. Here's this one and this one. I mean, everything goes, anything other than traditional marriage. That's just tolerated that is tolerated. Why is that? Because it's made in the image and the likeness of God. And this is a a part of what it is that God's going to do when Jesus comes back for his bride. It is a picture of the end times. So the adversary wants to destroy anything that's a picture for the end times. I want to let you know we're living in a dangerous time, but the church can rise up in ways that the church has never risen up before. Uh, in in, 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 this, uh, in, in this, this time of this politics and stuff, the new left, the new left, rejected the older progressive understanding of freedom uh, as being too uh, uh, repressive and tyrannical, and instead they argued that people needed to be liberated from the oppressive conformity of the modern American life. Um, to the understanding, it promoted the sexual liberation. Uh, as a vehicle through which human happiness could be uh, could be achieved the new left also criticized the administrative state for the lack of connection to citizens from excluding diverse groups of people from its operations in other words uh It's okay to be unequal as long as the one that's not working, the one that is not doing anything, that you give them what it is that the working people are having. There's something wrong with that picture. It used to be a time were working with something that people felt good about. You felt good about being able to go to work. You felt good about being able to have a job. You felt good about being able to go to school because you were going to learn something. I mean whether kids go to school or not now, it really doesn't matter cuz all they want to teach them about is sex and how to be a socialist. Mm-hmm. That's what they're teaching in school. So what I'm saying to what I'm saying to us is this. We need to recognize where we are. We need to open our eyes and we need to recognize the fact finding our identity and our identity, my identity is not in being black. I am so glad I'm black. I mean, I am so glad. I would not pick another color if I could. I would not pick another nationality if I could. Being black is unique in itself. I mean, it is fun, okay? I mean, I just get fond of myself just looking in the mirror. I mean, I just, I enjoy it. I enjoy being black. I mean, you know, I wouldn't want to be white. I mean, and, and you white people should not want to be, should not want to be anything other than with you. I wouldn't want to be Mexican. I wouldn't want to be any of it. I am glad to be black. God did a good thing when he made me black. Okay, I'm good. I'm not an African-American, I'm black. I'm just a plain black woman, beautiful black young woman. Maybe some numbers on me. But I'm still doing good, okay? What, what I'm saying is this. He made me so that I could do what I do. If I did not speak the way that I'm speaking now and what I'm speaking on now, I would have to answer to God that I allowed bigotry and prejudice and all of those things. And as I told you, I don't say racism because I believe we all came from one race, and that was the man, Adam and Eve. And then after God destroyed the uh, destroyed the whole earth and whatever, we still still came from one man and one woman, one, one set of family, and that was Noah's and his family. So what I'm saying is this. Is that God has me he has you here for a purpose and as a black woman living in America if I didn't let you know have my feelings been hurt of course they have but you know the thing same thing is the same thing The same rejections I've gotten from from white people, I've gotten them from black people, I've gotten them from Mexican people. Right here in my neighborhood, I moved into this neighborhood, the very same day, a a Mexican Hispanic family moved in, their house closed the same time mine did, and the mother wouldn't even speak to me. I mean, she just, you know, it was like she wouldn't even speak to me, she had nothing to say to me. But here it is, over these years, and over these years, and then there was a day that she was, that I was needed, and my prayers, the prayers of the righteous will avail much, here it is. I prayed for her husband when they thought he was going to die, and I told her, don't worry about it, my God had already healed him. This woman lets everybody know I'm her familia now, okay? I'm her family, she loves me, her grandson loved me in the first place, Uh, But all, all of it, the family, I mean, the whole family knows about me and all of that. See, this is what God does when you let God take care of things. And the problem is, is that we, the church, have not gone to by our white brothers and sisters, we have not done, we have not let la- allowed that perfect love to cast out fear. The fear that they have of us, the fear that we have of them. There's fear going both ways. And the only one that's winning in this war is the devil. But we got to put a stop to him. We have to put a stop to him. And the only way we can do this is by walking in the word of God. So that was my little opening statement. Do we have any questions? I know Ms. Connie, I know Ms. Connie had, had written one. She has but one, but mm-hmm. also,
1: there's also another question. Go for it. Because <clears throat> I hear people talking and, about George Floyd, and some say that he was murdered, others say that he got killed. So really, what is the difference?
0: Okay, murder is intentional. I'll just give you an example, two people, some, two things happened this week, uh, 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 you know, two things happened. George Floyd got murdered. Here it was, someone had his, his knee on his neck, he was not fighting, he had no, he was not trying to protect himself, he was already uh, uh, um, um, uh, secured, or, or, or so to speak. Uh, There wasn't anything he could do. He was just actually murdered. I mean, someone snuffed out his life. He was no threat to anyone. He was murdered. Okay. Then there was another guy this week that got killed. What happened is he was drunk driving and he got stopped by the police and he told him he was going to have to put him in jail. Here he was. He was probably going to go to jail just to go into the drunk tank for whatever number of hours or whatever it was. The police was getting ready to handcuff him. He fought with the police. He stole his taser, and the taser gun that he stole was not just the one that says buzz, you know, like like that. It was the one that could paralyze. It was the one that could do the police officer harm. He started to run. The police officer ran after him. And then he turned around with the taser gun and pointed it at the police, and the police shot him. He shot him in the back because the guy was running. But he was he, the, the officer was afraid for his life because if he had been stunned with the gun, he could have done that. that it would have been easier for the perpetrator to pick up the gun and to kill him. So it was, it was his life or my life. And that is, I killed this person. If somebody comes in my house, woo woo, okay. They will be, as black people would say, killed. Why is that, that they will be killed? Because they came in my house and um, there was either their life or mine. They did not come in by the way of the door, me letting them in. So that's the difference. In protection of self, someone kills another. but the other is murder. So, okay. Does that help? Yes. Okay. Okay. Dear
1: Dr. Baker, yesterday I was listening to a very short interview of evangelist Daniel Kalinda, who was recounting how he has only the, he has only the power of the gospel when he preaches in third world countries. He most often does not have worship music or other aids to repair people's hearts. And often he does not even have a good night's sleep. He cited Jeremiah twenty three twenty nine, where the Lord had been talking to Jeremiah. He said, "Is my is not my word like fire?" says the Lord, "And like a hammer that breaks the rock in pieces." This this verse caught my attention because I am part of Frederick's prayer group for Washington D.C., and Holy Spirit has brought to our spirits deep seated. Great deception, which is pervasive in the city and its affairs, political business, etc. We know there are occultic strongholds long established which are hostile to God, um, evidenced in the uh, capital city's plans and monuments, as well as other places. I have the permission of Frederick to ask you for some instruction to begin hammering away and setting fire to some of these symbols of wickedness in high places. I know there has been much prayer over the years, even over the hundreds of years, by faithful true believers. So how do we uh, know where the demonic voices have been silenced and where we need to take up the battle? We know Holy Spirit will only give us our part that is assigned to us, but any more direction would be much appreciated.
0: okay i'll i'll have to answer that in prayer tomorrow um number one anytime that you're you're uh you're fighting against principalities and, and and all of that um you know cindy trim has written a book uh what's the name of the book uh
1: what command your morning
0: yeah command well no not command your. It's command your morning and and there's another one that she has written too and it's on spiritual warfare mm-hmm. but the whole thing of it is, is this Whenever it is that you're going against something, remember what you're doing. You're fighting You're fighting to have faith in God. You know, the only fight that we have, we really fight the good fight of faith. And that fight of faith is this, is that I fight to believe that God is leading, guiding, and directing me on it. One of the things that we do a whole lot is that we make things bigger than they are, okay? Oh, you're talking
1: about the rules of engagement? Beg your pardon? The rules of engagement. The rules of
0: engagement, yes. Uh, Cindy Trim. Uh, the Rules of Engagement, which is a powerful book, and it has a lot of different um, uh, strategies and things in it. But um, um, uh, one of the things is is this: is that when you start to, uh, when when you start to go in, you go in by the blood of Jesus already, and you already know that the angels are there to take you. You you ask, uh, you, you, you prepare it yourself, and as you prepare in yourself, the Spirit of God is going to lead you, but You're not going in alone. It's not you that's going to do anything. It's the words that he has you speak. That's the things that we do. And then we follow in after. But, you know, all we're asking him for is the words. And uh, as you build your faith, as you know that when I pray, something is happening, whatever it is that I say, it will happen. You see, that's what I'm saying. Uh, most of the time people have, even when you have a strategy, if you don't believe that what it is, if you don't know that what it is that you pray, it's it's going to work. It's just like uh, my prayer is God confuse the camp of the adversary, uh, um, confuse this this, uh, demonic uh, parts of this Democratic Party and all of the things that they're doing in order to bring uh, uh division in order to bring uh uh the bigotry the prejudice in order to bring the things that they wanted to bring in the very beginning which is hatred uh uh in order to bring uh you know to kill off uh, 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 people of, of different colors to kill off and to uh all of these things with with um with population control and all that bring confusion have them to make crazy decisions have them to do things that are repulsive to the people in america have them to make decisions and stuff so bringing that confusion and i decree and declare that confusion goes into their camp and that that um uh minds and and uh, uh dynamite uh, uh spiritual dynamite sticks not real dynamite i ain't talking about blowing nobody up but uh, uh, you know, spiritual dynamite sticks go in there so that all of these things happen and that they're being strategically done. And as I pray, he gives me visions. He opens my eyes up so that I can see. And what I see, I speak. What I see, I speak. And just as, so I don't have to answer this in the morning. So as, as it was with Jesus, he says, I do nothing unless I see and hear what my father is saying. So God is gonna give you the words anyway. If you gotta make up your own words, you don't have a prayer in the first place. So he will give us the words. And as we speak those words, they will be fitly put together. They will be fitly uh, uh, going into those places and having uh, done what needs to be done. Those actual monuments, those monuments, we don't tear down monuments. The spirit of God, Tears down the spirit of the monuments; those, all those phallic symbols, and all of those things that are there, and the things that's under the rotundum and all of that stuff. I mean, they're there, and 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 it may be the battle uh, uh, with Antichrist. They may stay there until then, but the spirit and their ability to be able to work, and they're having the power, and having the authority, and having the dominion that they've had. These are the things that we can go after. Uh, you know, they're tumbling down all kinds of physical statues. I mean, they're tearing this statue down and tearing this one down and painting this one and whatever it is. I mean, I don't, I don't know the purpose of it, but, uh, uh, you know, all of them, whether they're good statues or bad statues, you know, the whole thing of it is is this, God says don't make any images. So, you know, I, 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 uh, uh, I'm, I'm not into them in the first place, okay? But what I'm saying is this. When you listen to the Spirit of God, He will give you the words, and He will give you the words that are fitly spoken to speak into those in, into those areas. Because we walk in the Spirit, we don't walk in the in the flesh, and we study. You're studying, you're finding these things out, and I don't blame uh, 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 Daniel Kalenda you know, I mean, we don't do a lot of music, we don't do a whole lot of stuff to get the hearts ready, if your heart ain't ready, if you didn't do something before you came, then you're not going to do something there, because then it's all about you, if we, when we worship, we worship unto him, it's not about what I'm going to feel, if I don't feel worship, it still doesn't matter, I'm going to worship unto him, and I think this is one of the big things that's been missed in the church, here it is, we do all of this stuff to make ourselves feel good, okay, I got this music, and it really makes me feel, good God do you like this music no I don't like it you know God you like this no I really don't I mean how often do we say God do you like this music is this pleasing unto you okay no we don't just like oh I really like this I like singing this because this makes the people feel good well if the people are feeling good because of the music then the people get happy I mean you're worshiping the people and the whole thing of it is is this when I worship it's Lord <laughs> Lord uh, do you like this? If I'm, if I'm worshiping to have me feel good, then that's fine. But then after I do whatever it is that I want to do for me, then I got to do what it is that I'm going to do for him. He's the one that ultimately receives the worship. Otherwise it's not even received. So I, I think that in our man-made churches, in our man-made congregations in our man-made things of, of doing things more than likely every Sunday, when people go to church, let me see, Oh, let me see, they have, uh, they they do prayer, they welcome everybody, Um, you know, they have worship service, they have singing, they sing, and they sing, and they sing, and then they raise the offering, and then uh, the preacher comes on, and the preacher preaches, and then they have whatever it is, and then they leave, okay? This is the way it is. It's the way it is in most congregations. It's not the way it is in, in ours. But it's the way it is because I don't run it. I mean, some days we have music, some days we don't. Some days we do this, some days we don't. If God don't want a music, I don't want any either. So I don't need music to pump me up. I don't need this to happen. And so this is what Daniel is saying. He's saying, I'm going under the power of God, and 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 no matter how tired I am, the Spirit of the Lord will, will liven me, and He will give me the strength that I need to do what it is that I need to do, and then when I'm finished, I can go to sleep. I mean, you know, all my strength is gone. I don't have it. I'm like a limp thing. I remember one of the things that used to happen to Oral Roberts. Our office would not go out, he would not touch anyone, he wouldn't do anything until he knew that God was there, that the Spirit of God was ready to go to work. He waited on God. He didn't have to have the music to pump him up. He didn't have to have any of that stuff to pump him up. He he spent everything that was in him. And when he finished, uh, uh, they said he was like a limp rag. They'd have to sometimes carry him out. Why? Because the, all the anointing, all of these things, everything that was needed was done. And so as you start to move by the Spirit and not in the flesh and not in presumption, then I believe that God will give you what it is that is necessary at that time, and you will be able to put those bombs, you will be able to put those, those fires, you will be able to put the water, you will be able to put whatever it is in its place, and it will do its job. Well, how do I know that? Because he's the one that gave us the assignment. He gave you the assignment, he also gave you the, the credentials, and he gave you the abilities to do it. And so many times, you know, Frederick and, and whoever else it is, don't look for things to be done because you've heard this is this, and this is this, and this is this, and we're going after this. No, Father, what is it you want to go after today? How is it that you want to fight this today? What What is it? You know, David never went out to a battle without saying, is this what I do? God, is this what you want me to do? Yeah. Uh, will I win? See, I'm asking, will I win this battle? Uh, are these people gonna give me up? Yep, they're gonna give you up. They're gonna tell. They're gonna tell everything about you. You know, you need to have uh, have the conversation with God. God, what do I do in this? Will I win this battle? Do I fight this whole thing today or do I go after this one part? Are we going to, I mean, how are we going to do this? What is it that you want me to do? Where are the angels going to be? What's going to happen here? How do I do my part? What is my part in this? And your part may be very little. See, I mean, that's what praying in the spirit is about. You pray in the spirit until it's no more of you, until you build yourself up on your most holy faith by praying in the spirit. And when you do that, then you're prepared to hear from God and even if he tells you to just stand there and say boo to the mountain then you just say boo to the mountain and well that don't make no sense i don't understand that well then do what you're gonna do because he said just say boo and if that's all he's telling me to do i mean i've prayed for an hour prayed for two hours done whatever it is in the spirit and, and and if that's all it is that he's saying, I want you to get on your knees and pray. I want you to stand up and pray. I want you to go and pray up against the wall. This is what it is that I want you to do. Whatever it is. Well, none of that makes any sense. Well, if you're going to judge God in that manner, then you be God. You know, we be God. And he be what it is. What I'm saying is this. He will lead you every step of the way because he has given you this assignment. He has given the assignment for Washington. He has given the assignment for the South uh, uh, Minneapolis. He has given the assignment for Palmdale. He has given, for the Palmdale area, he has given these assignments. And when he gave the assignments, he gave the battle to you at the same time. He gave you the win. And the only thing that you have to do is to make sure that you hear from him, and when you hear from him and do what it is that he says, it's all over but the shouting. Next question. Well,
1: PS, I see you and Pastor Manzine. In that vein and verse, you go right into the word in your teaching and do not need to have lots of atmosphere other than Holy Spirit.
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't need the atmosphere. I get my atmosphere when I'm here. Atmosphere it. I, I Atmospherialize it here. Whatever. I'm trying to learn big words like my daughter. But any other questions? That was it. Okay, let me finish this for you and 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 I, I pray that you're you're getting something from this. I pray that the audience is getting something from this. I don't know how you'd let me know if you have any questions, please do that or if you you know I don't really want to know your complaints but um anyway uh in nineteen sixty five the americ- um the new left and, and I, I mean we got a far left we got a new left we got a far left we got a left 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 okay um um any rate, after 65, American political thought is dominated not only by a sustained attack on old uh, understanding of government, but also on the virtues and the morals uh, uh, and, and, and the life of government. You see, in order for abortion to be so prolific in this nation and in nations. It's the morals of people have to be so low until you need a razor blade to scrape them up, okay? Morals are something that are, 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 are almost non-existent. There's to have one husband, one wife, to be faithful to each other, to be focused on that, to be a person of your word, to make a contract and keep it, to um, for a young man or a young woman to decide that I'm going to stay a virgin until I marry. Um, this is what it is that I'm going to do, and if I never marry, then I never will have sex. Okay. And that doesn't mean just finding out how I can play around and then just say I just didn't intercourse, okay? No, but I mean just that. But the, the looser people live, the more can be made through abortions, the more that can be made through selling of the, of the body parts, the more that can be made. So therefore, um, it's destroying, again, it's all about destroying the image and, and the likeness of God and it doesn't matter. That's why the prejudice, that's why the anti-Semitism, that's why the the bigotry and and all of these things are are so, um, you know, are just out there. Why is that? The wars, the, um, you know, I mean, all of the wars were planned The outcome was planned all of these things were planned what it is that Hitler did how it is that uh, Stalin did what it is that Castro did what it is that we did in Vietnam what it is that was done here and there and China and all of these different places all of this is a strategy of the demonic kingdom why is that to destroy the image of God that you are you're made in the image and in his likeness And destruction is all that he cares about, and that's destroying you. And if he can destroy you, he destroys the purpose that you were supposed to do in the earth. See, your purpose and your value is a very crucial part of what it is that God wants to do. And, you know, uh, I, I think one of the things that the church, that the ecclesia, that we forgot, that we have to number one, judge ourselves so that we don't get judged with the world. Getting judged with the world, what does that mean? It means you act like the world. You think like the world. You're all of that. And that's not, that's not anything that God has, has designed for us, you know. It's like um, I was talking to one of my daughters today in, uh, from New York. And she was invited to uh, join the Savings Club, the same thing that we were. And uh, she called and she was telling her husband about it, Frederick, about it. And he said, that's the same thing that mom had talked about. And she said, no, well, this, this is probably different because it sounded so good. But it, here it is again. It's steeped in uh, Buddha or uh, what was that? What, what's that? Uh, yeah, Buddhism and Hinduism. Buddhism and Hinduism. And what it is is this of course it will work because it's, it's, it's a plan. Of course it'll work. But the whole thing of it is, is this, this is the way Buddhism and Hinduism takes care of their children. So if we try to take that, bring it into the church, try to make it uh, uh, so that it's Christians doing it, then all we've done is still taken the world's thing and brought it yes, in. And this is what nice. we've done for so many years. We've brought the ideas of the world into the church so that the, the church is more worldly. Here it is, we don't care about the morals. I mean. preachers you know they do what they do um you know homosexuality uh lesbianism uh bestiality uh transgender all of these things are open i mean they're open and they're open and they're open and we need to be okay with this because god loves them too yes he does he loves everyone but that doesn't mean that everybody is right i love all my kids but that don't mean that if they're wrong, then I'm going I'm uh, uh, to okay it. I'm going to put a stamp of approval on it. Oh, you're mine, and I love you. So just go ahead and do what you want to do. Curse me out if you want to. Um, you know, Say anything that you want to say. Just, just act any way that you want to act, and, and it's okay because I love you. Ain't no love. Love has discipline. My Bible says if you don't love them, you don't discipline them. If you love them, you'll discipline them. It doesn't matter what they're gonna feel or not feel. So it's it's uh, we've gotten so much into feelings, and 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 this is the way this is the way our world works. Our world is, you see, the the way that the nation should be is that everything should be equal for every person. If you don't work, you don't eat. That's equal. You're not gonna take what's mine and give it to somebody that, oh, okay, here it is, here's what socialism does. Well, we need to take all this money from these rich people and we need to give it to all of these poor people. Why? Why? For what? You're not training them to do anything with it. So don't you think that what's going to happen is that it's going to be more and more consumers? You see, here's one of the things that Here's one of the things that we as black people have done. And we, we decided that we want to be like white people. Black people decided they want to be like white people. And they wanted to take on and do things the way they did. You want to buy the stuff that they buy. You want to go and you want to do this and, and, and you want to do all of these things. And so you go out and you buy all this stuff and you get in all this debt and you get in all of these situations, and you talk back to your parents. There was a time that you would have had to have a new pair of lips. In order, you, talk, you, you, you know, there were certain things that happened in, in black neighborhoods. You didn't talk back to your mama, you didn't talk back to your daddy, and you did not talk back to the neighbors. You didn't talk back to those old people. You didn't curse them out. You didn't do those things Why? because this is the way God don't like this God don't like ugly and I don't either and if you keep this up you will have to give your heart to God because your mm, belongs to me. I mean this is the way that it was this is the way that it was disciplined it was a it was a lot of different there was a lot of different things but it's not that way anymore. Why is that? Because it's just like the Israelites and I'm not saying all white people do things like that okay I'm not saying that all right? But the whole thing of it is, is this. We want to be like we wanted to be like something and someone else when we weren't made to be that way. If a white person decided they wanted to be this black person and this is not the, the the life that God had given them, then they're out of place. What's happened when you operate in your place? When you operate in your metron of who it is that you are, you got power, you have favor, you have all of those things. I can't be Mexican. I got a lot of Mexican children, but I cannot be Mexican. I mean, I can't. I I mean, you know, I can I can cook a lot of the stuff, but I ain't going to be making them tortillas. I'd rather have somebody make them for me or for me to buy them. Do you understand what I'm saying? Certain things I do, certain things I don't. But I'm not going to try... And be who they are. I'm gonna enjoy them. I'm gonna share, I'm gonna share with them what I have, and they're gonna share with me what they have, and then I can enjoy their culture and they can enjoy mine. I can enjoy this white people's culture, they can enjoy mine, we can enjoy each other. We see the beauty in each other rather than saying, because you're not like me, there's something wrong with you. Uh-uh. Uh-uh like saying, I want to marry someone or here it is, my husband and I are just alike. Well, one of you are unnecessary. See? One of you are really unnecessary. And so that's probably why there's so many divorces. Because you mold somebody into what it is you want them to be and then they become that and I don't like you no more. Do, Do you understand? When you are made in the image and likeness of God, then you have a purpose and you have a design that only you can do. And when we start to realize that, that this person has value, this black person has value, this white person has value, this Mexican person, this Indian person, this Asian person, this uh, uh, Oriental person, this, this Japanese, this Chinese, this uh, uh, Filipino, this whatever it is, whatever it is, you know, they have purpose and they have dignity and they have what it is and I honor you for who you are I like this about you I don't want what I don't want to be you but I I I like you being you and you like me being me and we can 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 bring some beautiful things together because we can share we can share the best of who God made us together that's what the body of Christ is supposed to look like so is there anything else Okay, no questions. Oh my gosh, I'm right on time. At any rate, if you enjoyed what you heard tonight, and uh, if you want to seed into it, uh, you that are part of uh, of the ministry and whatever it is, you can go to www.mteminc and you can release your tithes, your offerings, your gift of love, and uh, support what it is that we're we're about doing. And we are going into the world. We are going into places. Uh, we are having uh, trainings and, and things so that we can help people, but we can help people to help themselves. I don't want I'm not going to handicap anybody, and I'm not going to. I'm I'm not going to, um, you know, walk in a place that I'm 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 biased. That God is no respecter of person, and I have to be the same way too. And I would suggest that you be that also. If we operated in that manner. Do you realize that we would not have where the adversary is able to come in and divide and conquer? Because number one, he says, take no offense. I see so many offended people in the body. I see so many offended people. All kinds of offended. And I see something happen in a movement. Here it is. It has nothing to do with homosexuality, the black uh, black lives matter. It didn't start off with all of that stuff in it. It didn't start off with communism. It didn't start off with Uh, the lesbians, gay, homosexual, bisexual, whatever, all of those different initials and stuff. It didn't start off with all of that. It started off for a cause of saying, here's who I am, and, you know, uh, I matter, and, you know, I have a problem with that word, but that's okay. Um, uh, I matter, and I want to talk. We want to talk. I mean, if that's not the way it started, then that's the way it could have started. But this is uh, 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 what it is that people are saying. You know, I am, uh, I am, I am precious. I am that. And I really believe that any time a movement starts, it starts to talk to you. I really believe that the people were saying, "Wait a minute, my life does matter. So I'm not going to destroy somebody else's." But then, things came in, and. What it is right now is nothing more than uh, a lot of hoodlums running around, and then the the legitimate people are over here trying to do what it is that they're doing, and they're going to have to turn and let these other people know: you won't hijack what it is that I have; you will not hijack this purpose, because the purpose is getting lost in in the tragedy. So, anyway, that's all I have to say tonight. And uh, if you don't have a relationship with Jesus Christ. You know, I heard somebody, I was watching this cute little video today, it wasn't cute, but whatever it is, and uh, on one of the things, the guy asked, you know, how long have you guys been waiting for this Jesus? And the woman didn't have the opportunity to answer his question, I don't think, but I can answer that. He's waiting because he desires you. If you don't have a relationship with him, He's waiting. He's saying, just a little longer, just a little longer. Let more come in. Let more come in. Because he desires that none perish, but that all come to a place of knowing him and having a relationship with him. And that's my desire. That's the desire of more than enough ministries. That's the desire of a sounding love. That you are able to come in to a relationship with Jesus Christ and be strong and find your identity, because your identity is in him. Your identity is not in your culture, your identity is not in your marriage, your identity is not in your body, your identity is not in your bank account. The identity, the only identity that's gonna end up mattering is your relationship and your identity in Jesus Christ. And if that's something that you feel that you need, and that's something that you want, then give us a call, 408-945-4439 and someone will get back to you or email us, at, uh, you know go on the website and email us at whatever the email address is and we would like to be those that uh, introduce you to Jesus Christ and then help you to walk through it so this is Dr. B Baker and uh, this is the message that I have I definitely approve of every word that I have spoken and the Lord bless you the Lord keep you the Lord make his face to shine upon you and the Lord give you his Shalom bye-bye